ora and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello Chris. Hi Mark, how are you? I'm <laughs> good. A little bit of extra delay there. Yes, sorry. Uh, yes. I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, so welcome along to the GeoDurable podcast. Episode 37 for those people who are counting. Counting, yeah. Actually, we are coming up. Uh, we could have passed our year anniversary. Uh, yeah, well, I think we just have because <laughs> didn't, we, didn't we kind of start start this around the time of the uh, New okay. Zealand Special Excellence Awards last year? Well, we started before. Just before, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so this is how good we are. I mean, we re- remember our wives' birthdays much better than we remember our podcast anniversary. We should celebrate. We should have a celebratory episode next, 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 next month. Next month. I don't know. Next episode. You're tied in with episode thirty-eight. Episode thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, so yeah, that's we talk about J stuff on this podcast. We do maps, things that are going on with uh, Esri, Google, Matt whoever Fox. you name it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, um, and the we we express news, views, and opinions. Uh, we do. Some of them are hilariously funny, even though we say so ourselves. <laughs> yeah, um, and all of them are of our own opinions and no one else's. Definitely our views, including the people we work for mm-hmm. or work with. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, and uh, how's your week been, Mark? Uh, it's been frantic, actually. Okay. Um, big project going live. Yep. And still time for this podcast. Man, we are dedicated. Well, I'm actually fitting this podcast in before doing some testing tonight. Hang on. On a Saturday night, you're off to do testing. Yeah. Man, you are so good. Uh, well, that's why they pay me some sort of money. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And you've had a good week, Chris. Do you know, I've been on the road all week. It's been pretty hectic. Uh, I've got to say, I was looking forward to the weekend. And how's the weekend hit, uh, worked out for you? Uh, well, we for, the, for those listeners who've been uh, following uh, with bated breath, um, we have had most of our kitchen uh, installed. Most of it? That sounds it. almost useful. Yeah, not all of it, obviously, because, um, you know, we haven't got the cooker in yet or the fridge. Uh, Cooker, sorry, stove top. Stove, yes. Those and, and other um, civilizations. Yes, uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, almost, almost done. Almost done. Excellent. Well, should we get some news on then? Uh, yes, let's. Spatial news. Chris, Wednesday. Indeed, Mark. What was it? Uh, Wednesday. It was, of course, as everybody is now uh, saying, it was GIS Day, Mark. It was GIS Day. Um, and, yeah, what did you do for it, Chris? Uh, well, it was the uh, New Zealand Spatial Excellence Awards. So that was my contribution to GIS Day. Um, I attended that. That's okay. You, Mark. I worked... Excellent. And you work in GIS, don't you? I do. So you've got that kind of covered. That kind of works. Yeah, um, but it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. Well, GIS Day in New Zealand, I, I don't know. It's um, It comes at the kind of the wrong time of year, I always think. But it does for, for the school kids. They're all in exams, so yeah. it's kind of pointless. 
for the adults, I suppose it's fine. Um, but it's maybe a little bit like Halloween. Not really in our culture. I, was, I thought you meant we dress up and go and play map tricks on our friends. <laughs> no? Yeah, what's wrong with this projection? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Well, the latest game, can you see where New Zealand's missing on this map? Oh, we've, t- we've covered that in previous topics, Mark. We have, and it's fled back up because we are so ahead of trend. Uh, as always, as always. So, um, if uh, if you're interested about GIS Day, there was a nice story map doing the rounds, I thought. <laughs> it's kind of cool. But, okay, so interesting, as you put out a story map mm-hmm. of it, and they put on all the, um, they clustered on a world map, all the events around the world. Yeah, those who have registered. Yeah. Um, and I must say, worldwide, it's pretty pathetic. It's not amazing, but, you know. <laughs> like, even even the United States. I'm um, wondering, I'm, I am looking at this and trying to work out, per head of population, New Zealand, with seven events, did better than the States <laughs> with, what's that? <laughs> you know, 500, if that? No, it's not 500. It's not, is it? Lucky to be three. Mm. So, yeah... <laughs> Are we saying GIS Day could do better? <laughs> yes, like our school report cards we talked about the other week, could try harder. Although I have to say, uh, at the New Zealand Spatial Excellence Awards, we did celebrate GIS Day with a large cake, beautifully decorated with a globe on it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Are there other tech industries with a day? Uh... I don't know. Are there other industries that are as special as ours? <laughs> Especially special. Mm. All right. So GIS Day. Um, yeah, well done, people. Try harder next year. Yes. Uh, good who did it, but ne- next time, yeah, do more. Now, normally I'd press a little button now and we'd get a new sting, but I haven't got the button handy because of technical issues. So we're just going to roll into the next story without, uh, without anything. We're just going to imagine that it happened. Yeah, so we've talked about BIM before on this project. We've talked about it a lot. Um, and finally, as what? we have come to the party... Do you, do you reckon they've been listening? And uh, they've... Uh, well, we they've we do know people that Esri listen. We do, that's true, yeah. Um, and we'd like Hello, love Jack. to invite them... <laughs> Jack. I would love to invite them for a game of export to Shapefile. Yeah, we're just waiting for, waiting for that um, call, actually. Um, anyway, anyway, moving on. Um, Esri and Autodesk, uh, big announcement. They are um, building, rela- uh, well, I guess, a new rela- relationship. Yeah, so they're enabling a broad range of industries to gain better context by visualizing data. Um, I think that's the sales speak. I was going to say, well, was that written by a marketing person, Mark? Yeah, uh... Autodesk say partnering with Esri is intended to combine the power of BIM and GIS mapping, which will enable our shared customers to build anything anywhere. That's the science of where right there for you, Mark. Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, they're now partnering together instead of competing in um, BIM. Cool. Yeah. And what do we think? I think good news. Can't be, you know. Well, it's not bad news. No, it's not. Well, no, I think, I, I think it's positive news, Mark. It is actually positive news. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not quite sure what we're going to see from it. I mean, you know, there's been no announcements that, I don't know, Pro is going to be the new BIM reader or anything like that. But, um, well, you know, you never you know. You just imagine. Sorry. Um, 
not really. But um, well, I guess we wait and see what what becomes of this strategic partnership. Yeah. Uh, so there's the tagline: Make anything anywhere with the science of where. Autodesk Esri partnership. Very cool. Um, okay, next story. Next story. Now we um, another one of our favourite listeners, James Fee. Oh yes. Um, he his blog spatially adjusted, which uh-huh. is always worth a read. Definitely. He's working for a company called City Zenith. Oh, he actually works, does he? <laughs> Sorry, James. Um, I think he just follows baseball and does map stuff. That's what I always thought. Didn't know he had a proper job. Speaks at, G- at GIS conferences and follows baseball. Anyway, um, James, carry on. Yep. <laughs> anyway, here's com- well, the company he works for. Um, they used to use a product called Cesium. Who, I've is, got to say, you have been a big fan of. I have liked Cesium for a while. Okay. Um, since I saw it, because it's quite good. So Cesium is a is kind of 3D Google yeah, like 3G JavaScript library. It's quite 3G, good. 3D. Did I say 3G? I you did. did. Yes, that's how advanced technology we are in New Zealand. We're on 3G. 3D. Uh, sorry. If, if only that wasn't true. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah so anyway, um, they've moved to Unity 3D, and he's done a really good blog post about why they've moved, and they've been with Cesium for a while. Yep. Um, and what's good about Cesium and what's good about Unity, um, 3D. Unity 3D. Uh, and it's it's worth a read if you want to stay in the know about 3D technology. Which um, everybody should. Well, everybody should because there's many 3D technologies. And hang on, didn't Esri and Autodesk just partner? Yes, they did. BIM 3D? I mean, come on, it's... Um it's going. It's well. It is. It, it's where things are going, right? You know. Uh, it's why Pro is 3D enabled. It's. It's how we are going to see more of the world represented in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love seeing the world in 3D. Well, yeah. Okay. As opposed to the 2D vision. That's. That's usually when I'm sleeping. All right. Next topic. So Google Maps. Do we so, like Google Maps? Oh, I use it all the time, to be honest. But only I when navigating. Too, um. I actually thought this was quite an interesting story. So basically, Google Maps has uh, had a, an update recently, uh, and the update was really to uh, give it a bit of a, a, a freshening, a refresh, I guess. And, um, and how have they done this, Chris? How have they refreshed? Well, this is what I quite mistaken. like, actually. So they have decided to look at colour coding and symbology. <laughs> wow, Which, like, like you would if you're producing a map. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What I like about it is so it's basically what they've done if they have chosen to color code um, you know, the, the broad things you are interested in the Google map, food and drink, shopping, health, entertainment, leisure, services and so forth. And they have color coded them all, you know, food and drink, they're all food and drink kind of things are coded the same color. All shopping things are the same yeah, color. I mean, colorized, coloring, colorized symbology, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big step forward. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where it gets interesting, okay, there is interest here. We're getting to the point. Where it gets Please. interesting is because what it does is it understands what you are doing with Google Maps, whether you're driving, whether you're on a you know transit by train or bus, whether you're navigating, whatever else. And then if you're driving, 
it brings the things that are most interesting to you driving to the forefront. So, for example, uh, when you're driving, you're going to be most interested in service stations, for example. So it makes service stations more visible. Uh, okay, so a bit of smart. Yeah, and, and that's really the point of the story is, okay, they've colour-coded things yeah, so they are the same, but it's actually it's making things more interactive as, you, as you're driving. That does make things more interesting because um, the other thought I had was I still just hover over the icon to find out what it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, it's not like I just consult the, the, the map key and go, hmm, that blue dot means shopping. No, true. So that's more interesting. Okay, next. Now, we talked about this a little last week, but oh, the week four, sorry. Uh, but we're going to keep on plugging it until it happens. So, uh, um, December the 2nd, we have the Emerging uh, Spatial Professionals AGM slash mini conference. So, for our non-New Zealand listeners, there's a GIS group for younger... No, Emerging Spatial emerging Professionals. Emerging Spatial... Age has nothing to do with it, Mark. So, they're Emerging Spatial Professionals. So people new to the industry. Right. This so is actually awesome because I don't know <laughs> good. anywhere else that does it. And um, I attended an event uh, on Thursday. It was fantastic. Really good fun. Um, well, we can talk about that. So uh, market in your diary. It's actually not just for emerging people. If you're uh, slightly old and crusty, you can go along too and, and support uh, the emerging people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mentoring and so forth. Yes. So on that, I did. I um, on Thursday, I went along and spoke uh, to a group of about I don't know twenty odd emerging spatial professionals. Did they uh, say who's this old fogey? No, of course I'm very well known in the industry, Mark, because of this podcast. Number one, Woo. Um, and uh, so of course they knew who I was. Um, and I talked about um, top ten tips for graduate CVs. Why are there only nine of them, Chris? No, top ten. Yeah, but you've only listed nine. Have I? No, you haven't. I'm just playing with you. Don't do that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but make sure when you're doing your CV, it actually, yeah, <laughs> things are numbered correctly. Indeed, yes. Um, so, yeah, talk there. It was a really good event. There was, you know, food and drink and, um, you know, people were really attentive. There was another presentation by a, a, senior, a senior industry leader as well. Uh, which is cool. Um, yeah, no, it was good. And it's it's really good to see this mini-conference in um, uh, Topol as well. But it's also good to see so many events coming out for the industry to support each other. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And because they are, we're talking emerging, but it tends to be young and emerging, let's, you know, let's be honest here. Um, like university. Yeah, yeah. They have so much boundless energy, they can actually organise stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> Okay, um, so speaking of that, Chris. Yes. The talk you've done. Yes. At the Emerging Space Hall, you've actually put it into a blog. I have. Actually, it's two blogs. Um, uh, two there's blogs. my Yeah, there's my top 10 tips, and there's also uh, preparing for an interview. Um, it's all very aimed at the graduate. It's not kind of, you know, the professional by any stretch of the imagination. But it's, it's trying to, you know, how do you get into the industry? What does your CV need to look like? You get an interview, what should you do, what should you say, that kind of thing. And what should you yeah. not do as well. Yeah, and it's all handy. Um, I think, did you actually mention it? One oh. of the things you can do is get someone else to review it. Oh, your CV? Yeah. Oh, definitely. That, that's, yes. Did you send that? 
Um, I did my talk, but okay. um, yeah. So point eleven of Chris's top ten. Um, get someone to uh, have a look at your CV. Multiple people to review your CV. Yeah, um, but what I did like, Chris, is uh, tailor your CV. It's um, amazing how many people just send their CV without making any effort to tailor it to the company that they're applying so to. So would you say you'd tailor the covering letter more than the CV? No, i tailor both. I mean, I, would, I have tailored both. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a CV as such. I have a whole bunch a of... A reputation. <laughs> I just have a whole bunch of um, things that I can put in a CV and I pick and choose which of those things I put into a CV depending on what job I was applying for. Yeah. What job are you applying for? I'm not applying for any job, Mark. Okay. Just to make that clear. Just to make that completely clear. Well, you've already got two, which is enough. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll we'll post um, links to these, uh, all, obviously. Um, but before we do, one more story, I think, uh, and then we can move on. Ah, yes. So, what's new with Geocortex? For those who don't know, Geocortex is... Uh, software that's an add-on for ArcGIS server yep um, and what it does it gives you a ready-to-use um, web application web map web solution web app yep something um, that is very user-friendly to administer and create yeah so if you look at um, web app builder and you're a little kind of nervous by it or you want a bit more control then Geocortex Essentials is a yeah. good place to start looking. Even a bit less control would be the other uh, way. Ma- ma- yep, maybe. And so you're going, you know what, there's just so many ways I can do this, I don't like it. Yep. Um, I want consistent view across. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what's new with Geocortex? Now, the big thing is Geocortex have always said we try and stay ahead of Esri. The last couple of years they haven't quite managed because Esri have jumped the gun on the JavaScript 4 version mm-hmm. um, which left everyone not a lot of time to change uh, but now they are changing they are indeed yeah so um, they're back to being up to up, up to speed with uh, with Esri um, and to do that they've split their Geocortex software into streams streams yeah, solutions streams will be individual solutions and the first one off the rank which they've had out for a, a month or so uh, is the workflow geocortex workflow for um, Arch portal basically for web app builder now this um, is pretty cool because workflow is um, I've always liked workflow yeah pretty well, powerful tools used to say it's like programming with Visio you you literally yeah, yeah. drag and drop yeah hook it together you're done yeah. you know so workflow has actually become more user friendly Yep. So they've taken away all the programming language, so you no longer have to do variables and what have you. Um, and it can plug straight into Web App Builder from Esri. So, good advance. It's definitely worth a look, eh? Hey? Yeah. Um, and then they're going to bring on reporting and printing, because if you've used Esri reporting and printing, it's uh, not as feature-rich. Well, no, it is feature-rich. It just requires a lot of customization. It's not the most obvious, is it? <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, if you're struggling with Esri, have a look. Oh, have a look anyway, right? I would. Yeah, I'd definitely um, take a look. Yeah. So, Mark, that is uh, our news. So, you're going to do a special a bid? 
change of music? Well, what I was going to say, I was going to do this. Email us at geodorable at gmail.com. Just in case you want to get in touch. Yeah, we, we like it when people get in touch with us um, on Facebook or Gmail or Twitter. Yes, you can. Oh, I actually need to get a bed for that, but you could. Leave a message on our Facebook page. How much fun is that, Mark? I've missed it, actually. You've found all your jingles again. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, they they went missing for a little while. My kids have uh, played with my tablet to the point of breaking it, so I had to reinstall everything and um, discovered some 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 uh, some more things, which um, I'm I'm just going to play another one. Leave a voicemail on our Facebook page. There you go. Leave a voicemail on our Facebook page. Yes. Um, especially if you'd, I suppose, like to be mentioned. Mm. Or um, have some feedback. Mm. Definitely. Um, and uh, all the stories we've uh, talked about in the news, we put up on um, Twitter and Facebook, so you can follow along there. All right. Shall we do it? Uh, yeah. Topic of the week. All right. Topic of the week. This week, we're talking about the New Zealand Spatial Excellence Awards. 2017. Just 2017. Recognising spatial excellence. Hmm. That's okay. <laughs> what? Uh, the NZ Spatial Excellent Awards. Recognising spatial excellence. Yes. The name is self-explanatory. Yeah, kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so these these are kind of a big deal for the spatial industry in New Zealand because they're vendor agnostic. Completely. Um, and so you don't have to be buying a lot of software to win a prize. <laughs> Not that uh, anyone else buys software to win a prize, though. <laughs> Retract that. Yes, carry on. <laughs> Remember, everything's not the opinion of our... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people understand your sentiment. Uh, you know, um. Um, anyway, so anyone can nominate anyone else. Yep. Uh, there's seven categories. And they are getting bigger and more better, more better. Great English tonight. Yeah, you're doing well. Um, so this is the fourth event. I think I've been to three. I think I might have missed out on the first one for not being in the country or something at the time. Um, but I've attended the, the last three. And uh, the last the last two or three have always been at um, Te Papa, which is a, a kind of museum in Wellington um, and we've had to move from one meeting room or one kind of uh, area to another area because we've got that big um, well, I think yeah was, a big uh, area I mean the last area wasn't small no 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 but I think there were over 200 people um, at the event yeah um, so uh, yeah pretty big uh, and growing which is uh, which is great to see it is and as um, my company won a, a prize last year with it Yep. It um it really is recognised by other people. How do I say that? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it actually meant um, a lot of kudos to the people involved in the project. Um, because yeah, it, it got recognised outside just the spatial people. Yeah, and I think it's it does give companies something that they can really talk about. Yeah. Okay, um, so shall we just start talking about winners then, Chris? Uh, yeah, now this was, um, I, I know you you won award last year, uh, I was well, up for, I didn't, well, okay, uh, not to die this year, but anyway, uh, I was up for, um, I was a finalist in the Spatial Professional of the Year uh, award, 
Which is uh, pretty good. Like, it's only yeah, three finalists, me, right? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I was expecting um, to at least use, you know, lose three or four points because of this podcast night. Well, the number one special podcast in the world. Yeah. Based in New Zealand. Yeah. Anyway, it was what was really interesting. So, um, basically, the way the, the day works is um, you go and do a, a presentation, uh, a little bit about, you know, either yourself, because they're project-based and there's also, you know, personal-based um, awards. So you go and present your project to uh, a group of people who can, you know, ask questions and understand what you did. Uh, and then you go and do a little video, which um, was far littler than I thought. Uh, and then you go and have the award ceremony. So it was, it was, it was um, good fun. Yeah, well, uh, the good thing about applying for awards like this, where you have to be... Well, you, you, it's like applying for a job. You have to state what you're actually good at. Mm. And that's always worthwhile doing. Oh, difficult. I was going with. Um, well, no, it pays to you know, blow your own trumpet. Well, we are number one, Mark. Um, talking of which, see, I, I actually find it really difficult to talk about myself. I, I'm much more, uh, you know, happy talking about what others do, and that's why this podcast is quite easy, right? Because we're talking about other people, never ourselves, though we're number one. Um, so yeah, I find talking about myself pretty hard, um, but it was it was still it was a, a really interesting kind of, I guess, experience. Yeah. Right. Um, let's get on to winners. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on. That's all right. I've, I've yeah, we've talked about yourself enough. Thanks. And Talk your number yourself. one podcast. Yeah. Um, right, Supreme Award. Let's start at the top. Uh, so the winner is, drum roll. Not a very good one. <laughs> actually, you're the drummer. You should do way better. Come on. Uh, hang on. Does this work? Okay. You can actually do it. Man, that was excellent. Okay, mm. drum roll. The Supreme uh, Excellence Award winner was, uh, was Trimble. Trimble for Catalyst. Now, this is With, pretty awesome. Actually. What is it? Well, it, it's, a, it's a technology they have developed in-house in New Zealand, which uh, is bringing high-accuracy uh, GPS to smartphones anywhere around the world. So high-accuracy. So it makes your iPhone much better. Uh, yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, was, it was a really good project. Um, yeah, really trying to uh, you know improve the accuracy without having to have the whole base station and all that kind of stuff. Really. Uh, yeah. So when I use that, Chris, when when I'm mountain biking and I have disputes with my riding partner mm-hmm. about how much distance we actually covered. Possibly not. That might be a little bit too um, generic. This is this is kind of more of your you know engineering and construction kind of GPS. Uh, okay. Excellent. All right, organisational award. Another drum roll, please. Yeah. This and feels a little bit like Wayne's World. Does it? Well, maybe we'll just. Oh no, it's coming. Carry and, on. And, and especially since we're announcing the winners after the winners have already been announced. But anyway, the winner was uh, Land Information New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, for their um, Wilding Conifers Information System. Um, now, Wilding Conifer isn't a good idea. Say again? A wilding conifer isn't a good idea. No. Yeah, would you like to explain what they are, just to those people who may well, not Well, conifer's a tree, yes. um, but it's an invasive tree. It is, yeah. Uh, sucking water out of catchments and etc. So basically, uh, yeah, Doc and um, others go around uh, to, to 
Department of Conservation uh, attempts to find these uh, wilding conifers uh, in the middle of absolutely nowhere, uh, you know, um, and they go and chop them down. Um, and this was an information system that was built to record where things were chopped down and then to you know, do some analysis and all those kind of things. Well, yeah, because then you need to go back and check that mm. their seedlings haven't started to grow. So that was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, worthy, worthy winner, I think, actually. Worthy winner. Yeah. Uh, drum roll? No, I don't think we need to. I think, I think we proved the point. You can play the drums, ish. <laughs> ish. Ish. One day we'll do drum rudiments instead. So, uh, this is for the Innovation and Commercialization Award. Mark, and yeah. would you like to announce the, open the envelope virtually? Well, it's kind of obvious, Chris. It's Trimble. Yes, 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 it was. Uh, it was Trimble because again. They are, you just said they're innovated and they're commercial. Yes, so, um, yeah, so they won both the uh, Supreme Award as well as the Innovation and Commercialization Award. Yeah. Very good. Very well done. Um, so yeah, that's it's quite good to see um, local industry. I suppose an international player, but being driven from locally from New Zealand. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. All right, the People and Community Award. Now we didn't nominate. Uh, we didn't get nominated, Mark, for this. Although I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. so humble. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, but we have talked about the winner. In fact, we've mentioned the winner many, many times. Um, so the People and Community Award, the winner was the New Zealand Cartographic Society for the New Zealand Children's Map Competition. Now, Mark, uh, I don't know. We, I, I think it, they may have won because of us. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we we have definitely helped with their profile, but then it was something worth supporting because what they did was quite cool. Oh, very very cool. Yeah. So they ran a map competition for different categories. Um, uh, aged what, 13 to 15, aged 9 to 12, and aged 6 to 8 years. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, very good. Um, but now, now I have got one slight criticism of uh, of the New Zealand Special Excellence Awards. What's that? They didn't show the winner of the map competition. You mean the global face thing? Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, you know, I, I just thought it was such an opportunity to show it yeah and they didn't show it i was i was really surprised it is a it is a bit of a shame next year next year i think they do need to show and then also i think they do need to demonstrate a little bit more about these projects anyway yep all right uh so the next one was the spatial enablement 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 award Yes, and uh, the winner here was uh, Far North District Council for their Let's Plan Together Community Engagement and District Planning. Uh, yes, yeah, so district planning is a little bit, it's not, it shouldn't be dry, but it's viewed in a dry sense, and communities don't get involved. And what they've done is tried to get the community involved more by using maps. Yeah, a great project. Um, lots of uh, engagement, you know, get people to put pins on maps. I think they call put a pin on it. Was uh, one of the uh, <laughs> the the methods they used? Um, yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, great response. I think. Yeah, that's good. Um, the technical excellence award. Technical excellence award. Now the winner here. I'm going to straggle. Uh, this is the Arab Jacobs Joint Venture. Uh, try saying that after a couple of bottles of beer. Um, and uh, their project was the Auckland Light Railway. 
Auckland Light Rail <laughs> Technical <laughs> Advisors Project. Yes, or um, Auckland Light Rail Utilities Clash Detection Interactive Model. Seriously, you could not say any of that <laughs> by the end of the night, I can tell you that much. Anyway, um, so yeah, quite good. Um, good use of GIS, what can we actually say? Well, so basically what they were doing was um, they were looking for flash detection, so they were um, uh, doing buffers around um, pipes and so forth. That, I'm making that sound really basic, but uh, um, really it was around flash detection and, and uh, ensuring that um, various projects and various infrastructure didn't clash as they planned the light rail. Which is quite nice. Yeah, very. I mean, it was very good. Well, it's it's a useful thing to do, and every council always wants to stop digging up the road twice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, individual awards. So, uh, undergraduate of the year. Yeah, the winner was uh, uh, Craig McDonald, University of Otago. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to remind myself which project this was. <laughs> Uh, remote sensing. Oh, that was yes. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, I think I sat next to Craig. I think it was. <laughs> the alcohol is free. At this point. It, no, it is. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but no, worthy winner. Um, yeah, very good. Yeah, well, I think it, I think he's recognised because he pulled it together. So he's working with a team of people. Um, but from a I suppose an overachieving point of view, he pulled together a lot of different resources and people to make the project happen. Uh, and then we've got Postgraduate Student of the Year. Uh, yes, and the winner here was uh, Ewan Forsyth, uh, Forsyth sorry. Um, and he did a residential scale walkability index. I think we've featured this, haven't we? I or was this know. the one that Esri did? No, 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 this isn't the same. Uh, you're thinking about the uh, the the cottage ground, yeah. Walkability. No, that, that, it wasn't this one. Um, but this was this was very interesting, nevertheless. Um, yeah, University of Auckland, and basically he was um, how should I put it? Improving the understandability of or understanding of walkability by um, basically using a, a lower level of geography. It actually sounds, if you read the um, the blurb on it, it's got some pretty big words. Oh, he was very technical. Um, he was the only one who managed to get the modified aerial unit problem uh, uh, into his presentation, which he should have won just for that, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah, so well done. Sounds very clever. So the Young Professional of the Year, Mark, who won that? Uh, Kate Waterhouse. Uh, she from did my very hometown. well done to Kate. Yeah, she did. Uh, Kate and I are on the... Um, New Zealand Desert Youth Group uh, Committee. Um, so I spend quite a bit of time with Kate. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we were just talking about before when we were doing our pre-show plan, pre-show planning um, about how this is quite good to recognise people in the start, well, not in the start of their career, but as they've taken us steps on their career, mm-hmm. um, who are doing good things. And Kate's really embraced, you know, GIS, really got into it, working with lots of different groups, ESP. Um, as well as the uh, SU user group, so um, yeah, all credit to Kate. Yeah. Now the professional of the year. Yes, indeed. Now this, I, I was nominated, um, 
but yeah. Mm. But you didn't win. No. Sad, sad but face. Mark. Nomination. Well, you're a finalist, so that's good. Yeah, fair enough. Good point. Uh, the winner was the very unassuming Trevor Hart, and he, yeah, well now, deserved, I have to say. People may know Trevor Hart from the fashion of wear he was featured this year. He was, wasn't he? In a stunning black number. Yes. Um, I was getting on to fashion of wear uh, after we'd finished this little piece, but um, well, yeah, I just, wanna, I just want to congratulate Trevor, actually. I, I thought he's very well deserved. Yeah, and he, he's a nice guy and Obviously. very good at what he does. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, well done, Trevor. Well right. done, all the winners, I think. Yes, well done, everyone, and all the finalists, Chris. Oh, thanks, mate. All right, fashion aware. Well, it's a black tie event, Mark. Black tie event, and well, people went all out. Well, okay, so my comment is it's a black tie event, Chris, and only half the guys actually wore a bow tie. Yes, I know, that's because it's a black tie event. Right, but black tie usually means bow tie. I know it usually means, but we've moved on, Mark. We've moved on from the, you know... I'm not sure we have. Um, well, I have. I wore a black tie. But not one of those. Not, not a bow tie. Just not a, a bow tie. tie. No, you've got... Yeah, anyway, I would say the... Uh, from the photos I've seen, the woman, Sean... Oh, of course. Um, and the men seem to have recycled their suits from the history conference. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Your comments, Chris? I mean, there were some, uh, there were some, you know, real shining examples of the fashion of where I thought, you know, people did make an effort. Um, I, th- I think the, the, uh, the ladies, can I say that? The ladies? That sounds wrong. Women folk, that sounds better, doesn't it? <laughs> um, they do get greater opportunity to just look far better than men. No, I think it's the same opportunity, Chris. I think they just take it. Better. Yeah, maybe true. Maybe true. Yeah. Anyway, that mark was topic of the week. Week, week, week. Um. So yeah. Now, uh, shall we, shall we move on and? Um, have yep. A quick let's game? have a quick game export to shapefile this is the game we play every time on the podcast where we maneuver around the arcgis toolbox trying to outmaneuver and mm. box in our opponent into making no more no more valid moves yeah no the only move ch- they've got is export to shapefile which yeah, is which a kind of losing the game oh it's the most basic move there is in arcgis sure um so <laughs> Export to shapefile. I believe it's my turn to start. Is it? Is it? Okay, yeah, I think it is. You're right. Yes. I won last week as well, by the way. <clears throat> Come then. <laughs> Not to put pressure on myself, but a bold move to start with. I'm thinking of Skyline Barrier. We've used that one before. Well, you've used it before anyway, I'm sure. Um, that's the 3D analyst tool set, of course. Yes. Um, well, I will see your skylight, Mario, and I'll, um, I'm going to follow you in with a, uh, a tin triangle. Woohoo! This is our usual disclaimer. Jeremy, don't get annoyed with us. <laughs> it's in the toolbox. Um, okay, so you're in 3D analyst. I was in 3D analyst. I'm going to stay in 3D analyst. 
uh, export to 3D web scene. Okay, well, I'm not nervous as yet. Um, reclass by ASCII file. Also 3D analyst. Ooh. We're playing a bit chicken here, Mark. We are. Uh, I'm going to make query layer. Interesting data management. So you've you've called chicken first, have you? Or I have uh, a cunning plan. A cunning plan. Hmm. Uh, you don't have a cunning plan. If you did, it'd be the first time. Um, <laughs> symmetrical difference from the analysis tool set. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Uh, migrate storage from data management. Feature to line data management. Mm-hmm. Feature to point. Copy feature. Minus from 3D analyst. Oh, man, you are. You're a little bit chicken this week, Mark. I'm not chicken. I'm trying to lead you astray. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going for a bit of a Redland slam here. Um, three in a row, configure geodebase log file tables. <laughs> Data management. Take that. Feature vertices, two points. Oh, not a good move, Mark. Not a good move. Uh, I'm going to follow that up with aspect, spatial analyst. Aspect. I'm going to export the shapefile. <sighs> Mark, you see, after I got that red line slam, you had so little where, well, you had nowhere to go, really. I jumped too early. I think you you just, you should have stuck to your guns. You were a little bit chicken. I wouldn't like to think it like that, but anyway. Um, that's export to Shapefile. If you want to play, challenge us to a game. Uh, unless Get you're really good, in which case, uh, no, don't. Oh, no, I wouldn't mind. I mean, if someone's really good. It's oh, like okay, when okay. You, you go to tennis and, you know, someone's ex- exceptionally good and you, you're just there to be cannon fodder that's all right <laughs> is it I'm not sure. I, don't, I don't like getting beaten that badly <laughs> uh, that's the podcast mark I've that really is the podcast it. so get in touch with us um if you've got comments or want to suggest some news or would uh, like to appear and uh, yeah we'd love to hear from you so that's uh email us at um geodorable at gmail.com Facebook.com slash geodurable. Um, Twitter, the hashtag is mygeodurable. We're just we're just all over social media. We are. Do you reckon we should Instagram, Mark? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, we're trying to increase our listenership, aren't we? Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it. Yeah, uh, good fun, Mark. Um, speak to you again soon. Yep, catch you next time. <laughs>